Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Oh boy, I was, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night. I just want to say hello to you first, but I woke up at, uh, I've been waking up at really weird hours because of this dumb book tour. I'm trying to sell this book. You can't lose them all. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, whatever. Go for it. Um, we get I, it, Sal. You have I know, a book. I know. I wish everyone would get it so I didn't have to we do these it, interviews. We get it, Sal. You can read. <laughs> I can't read. But Brag I've had like 34 it. interviews and uh, unfortunately, they all ask the same three questions and I'm, I'm telling the same three stories over and over and over. And I'm wondering, Dave, how do you do this every day? No, I'm wondering. <laughs> it's just, uh, but anyway, it, it's, it's driven me batty to a point that I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I did this, uh, that's an outrageous. <laughs> that's my joke that I tell about myself. You all can't right, take okay. my joke you can and have put it, it on me. You can have it back. That's all right. Uh, I, uh, so I woke up at three in the morning cause I'm all out of sorts. And, uh, Charlotte did a great job the other day explaining the GameStop thing. And now two days later we have, we're privy to more information and I put another 45 minutes in at three in the morning and it doesn't even scratch the surface other than what, what I know is that the Mets owner bailed out the Charlotte Hornets owner to the tune of 2.75 million or billion dollars, sorry. Um, but that because this- of the, Because of the GameStop thing? I think so. I think so. And then, and uh, but that this in no way means you're stupid to think that this will affect anything that happens with the baseball team, except that you were stupid to think anything like this would ever happen ever a week ago, right? This so, is going to be the Mets thing. Like the Mets can't have nice things and it's going to be GameStop. Right. Yes, I know. Bad, bad week for the Mets, right? GM is a pervert, perverted uh, jackass. He's out. We lose out on George Springer. Not as important, really, in the grand scheme of things. But now this, um, who knows? It's just uh, I, it's just bad times. Charlotte did a good job. Bonetta, Rachel Bonetta, make sure you follow her on social media. What's wrong with did. her? Yeah. I mean, that was her. That was really. Yeah, I, I admired her performance on social media. She <laughs> weeps. I mean, she literally cries uh, like a, like an actor uh, on command can cry. Good for her that she has that. But I also was kind of creeped out by it. I was kind of like, <laughs> you really can make yourself cry like that? That that that's weird. But anyway, it was it was well done. But I she's in the her. dressing room next to me and I heard uh, some some something. I'm like, hey, afterwards, I'm like, hey, you're all right. She's like, yeah, I'm just doing something for I was like, what is going on? And I watched it. It was a, a masterpiece. <laughs> Could any of the three of us let well, I mean, let's find out now. And I'm not uh, like spiritually resistant to it, or maybe I am. I know I could hmm. never make myself cry. I also oh, know, I, like, I, I could, could just sit here. Seconds. You, you could do could it. make yourself cry really? right now. Yeah, but command. I don't want to because the skin under my eyes has been very raw recently. I think I got sunburned running on, you know, my in my L.A. life, so I'm not going to do it. Really? No, no, please do it. <laughs> no, 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 I can't. Could I you, can't Sal? I, you know what? I think I would need help. Can you break down uh, the first five years of Three's Company? And I'll see what I could do. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of mm -hmm. like Therese Company, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Very uh, much like a 21st century update. I'm Jack. Yeah, you're Jack. Hey, Jackie. Jack, how's, how's it going with the quarantine right now? Oh, good. I got a negative COVID test. Atta girl. Um, that's the ones as, you want. As soon as I left, somebody coughed near me, and I was like, well, that's it. Now I have COVID. I got, <laughs> isn't it weird? I, ha I had a nightmare a few weeks ago that I got COVID while I was waiting to get COVID tested. So- this seemed very safe. It was all outside. I was wearing two masks, but you know, now in the back, instead of just having like total peace of mind that I don't have COVID in the back of my head, now I'm like, well, you know, that person coughed right, right. near me at, right after I got tested. But no, if you're it's, chasing it's, down the technician person who gave you the test. Like, wait, 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 wait one more. Right I know. Now. I was like, well, <laughs> well she uh, <laughs> walk me back to my apartment. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> no, she was uh, a very nice woman, and and I sat down, and I've only had the rapid test. I hadn't had a PCR test. Yeah, and this is a P This was this was a way up the brain test. Um, oh yeah, that's a real. And trip. so I sit down, and she comes near me with the little testy thing, 
And um, apparently I flinch. I'm All of this is involuntary. I, I sort of pull back and flinch and she sort of jumped back a little bit. And she was like, sorry, is this your, have you ever had one of the PCR tests? And I was like, no. And she said, oh, okay. It's, it just tickles a little bit. Like my grandson gets them all the time. Yeah. And so she's like, get, pull down your mask. So I pulled down my mask so she can get to my nose. And um, she, she stops and she's like, when you scrunch your face up like that, I can't get this thing up your nose. <laughs> so apparently not not realizing I was just sitting there like scrunching my face up, like wincing. <laughs> and then she did it and it was fine. And I felt like a big baby. But um, oh, by the way, man. funny coincidence that uh, Charlotte just described the plot of uh, Three's Company season two, episode oh, no. five. No, no, don't uh, do it. When, when Janet and Chrissy mistake Jack at the doctor's office saying like, you got to stick it way up in there. And they're like, wait, what's going on? Like that, 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 <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It's a series of, of yeah. uh, it's a series of uh, coincidental. What would you say? Uh, unfortunate coincidence. Most of them conversations through doors. Yeah. Misinterpreted. Oh, God. That's, right. uh, that's, that's the core of two thirds of three's company okay. plot. Well, Love Charlotte, it. I know you're stuck in quarantine. Um, mm -hmm. Congratulations on the negative test. Thank you. Uh, I think our uh, babyface producer Joel. I'm going to say babyface producer Joel Solomon. That's going to be your nickname. Face. Well, oh, sweet you Jesus, what a horrific baby! <laughs> wow, what well, is that going to look like when it grows up? Here's Perish the, the thought. There wasn't a lot of thought put into it, other than Jim Cunningham is our heel producer, and in in wrestling lingo, baby face. Joel is babyface. I don't think Joel likes the the mocking uh, right now, yeah. Joel. Joel, uh, he took his baby face off, but I wanted him. Maybe he could help Charlotte with his new discovery of the greatest dessert ever. Although now that I think about it, Charlotte doesn't like ice cream, so this doesn't help. But oh, anyway, come on. I had ice well, I ordered ice cream the other oh, night. Oh, you did? Okay, well, yeah. let, let's see uh, where everyone is on uh, on Joel's discovery. To call this ice cream, it, it doesn't even, it's better. Okay. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things in life, the everything bagel. Sure. No. no, ice cream. Everything yes. ice cream. I saw about this. Hold. Okay, Charlotte. I'm glad you're in California because there is a place called Jenny's yeah. Ice Cream. They're they're they have discovered they have invented an everything bagel ice cream. Dave, write this down. Early contender for ice cream of the year. This thing is delicious. No way. Is it they're, sweet at it, all? It tastes like sweet cream cheese but oh then God. the seasoning the little pieces they call it gravel I, I, I don't they could have come up with a better name but there's sesame poppy seeds onion and garlic and especially for people in la that that don't eat carbs you can't eat a bagel this is the next you best can thing eat ice cream because you're what, getting, what yes. are you talking about the next yes. best thing it's got carbs Oh, it does. Ice cream has carbs. Yeah, ice cream's not good for you. All right, I, I, Was that the bit? That's well, the whole this, bit. Ice cream has carbs. That's how it ends. No, I put capers. I also <laughs> put you capers and sprinkles on this ice cream. No, this ice cream is delicious. I highly recommend right. it. Dessert of the year, ice cream of the year. Dave, you got to be with baby. So, sight listen, unseen, listen. taste untasted. I don't like this. And I worried about this slippery slope of ice creams when we introduced really salt, right? Salted caramels. Like, all right. Oh, oh no, don't you do I, that. Sal. I just, I get it. I end up, it's okay. And I, I'm fine with it now, but I, I'm like, this gives license to people going crazy with ba like poppy seed ice cream and mm. stuff. And, and here we are. Well, let me just say this, first of all, in an overarching way. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of talk, uh, in the here and now about free speech and first amendment and everything else. And I am firmly in support of all of it because people get upset about what other people say. it. Listen, free speech is great. As I always say, mm -hmm. because it allows people to tell their dumb opinions to the world. It, 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 without it, we wouldn't know as well as thoroughly who the dummies are and Sal, yeah. excuse me for saying so in this regard. You are a dummy. Let's You're going to frown on salting chocolate within our lifetimes. You understand man's recorded history goes back. What? 5,000, 6,000 years, mm -hmm. something like that. And only in the last like 20 years, a blink of an eye in man's recorded history. Did a genius say, you know what? Dark chocolate and caramel. Delicious. Sprinkle a little salt on it. Delicious, sir. We, mm. we are here for a seminal moment in uh, in humanity, and I'm here to enjoy it. And by the way, Dessert of the Year, Shecky Award um, 2020 did go 
to um, seize dark chocolates, the little uh, caramel and cream filled yeah. dark chocolates. Those are delicious. I'm open to this, Joel. I like this because as you described, I'm not saying, Sal, you should just completely throw rules out the window, but ice cream equals cream cheese with all that stuff. It's basically like eating frozen bagel. Yeah. Right? That sounds good to me. Charlotte, we are uh, comprised of two and a half Jews here. <laughs> Um, you're, you, you're okay with ice cream. You don't love it. Actually, does, technically does this, two. Yeah. Is it just two? If you put, yeah. Well, I mean, my dad's not Jewish. Oh, no, it's, it doesn't, isn't it the mother? Oh, my the grandfather mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. was just so, to say, your yeah. mother's a Jew. You're a Jew. Right, and then, right, right, right. So that's, yeah. that's what I got. So maybe technically three, but does this make you want to eat ice cream? I don't know. They, uh, bacon and cheese flavored ice cream. What do we do? Is everything, everything's okay. I mean, I... Uh, like I would, I would try it and I'd probably enjoy it, but I feel like that's not what I'm going to reach for. The We're gonna novelty, send some I like to you. trying the novelty things, but then I like my tried and true for actual dessert. I don't, I'm not going to hate on it. Um, but right. you know, I, I, I'm a woman of, I'm a, a creature of habit. Right. Uh, all right, Joel, let's send some to Charlotte. Yeah. Let her very, got nothing but very quickly. <laughs> I, yeah, send me some. I'll eat sure, it. If you, maybe you make, Lakers, if you have nothing but Lakers. time, maybe you can sit there and make it if you want. True, I could just churn butter in <laughs> right. my Airbnb too. The Lakers got destroyed by the Pistons uh, on Thursday night. There's a Super Bowl. Quarterbacks are moving, but very quickly. Win play show. Best ice cream flavors. Go ahead. Oh, uh, that's too hard. Uh, you go I'll, first, I'll give so. you mine. I know. I know mine off the top of my head. Win mint chip. Place cinnamon. Cinnamon. Show coconut. Coconut is in my top three. That's so funny. What? And I'm surprised you said that. Well, I just love coconut. It's called it's called that uh that Baskin Robbins called nutty coconut. Mm-hmm. Um I have to throw Rocky Road in there, even though I don't get it that much. And I like uh and I'll say pistachio in there. Pistachio is good, but let me just say about cinnamon. Some places call it cinnamon. Some people ca- call it yeah. churro, like whatever. Yeah. If you see cinnamon is the main ingredient to an ice cream flavor, I mean, it's it's hard to All right. Up. I mean, there's no breakfast items. You didn't mention any breakfast items in those three. Go ahead, Charlotte. What do you like? Uh, win cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. Place. Um, what is maybe cookie dough or or. She loves her theme. cookies. Cookie dough and theme. then strawberry. Cookie dough is so damn good. I remember in Somehow college when, when Ben and Jerry's was... first came out with cookie dough, I couldn't get enough of it. And, it's uh, so as good. As you can see. Because yeah. cookie dough is the best thing ever. And you yeah. can just eat it in the ice cream and not get as yelled at when you're a little kid. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> a lot of uh, interpretations um, of, of cookie uh, of cookie dough because like you know what kind of cookie are we they like right some places they they get very oh, like sort of like what's yeah. cookie so what do you mean it's co- yeah but what kind of cookie is it a sugar cookie is it an yeah. oreo cookie i need the, i need those details before i can commit to yeah. your ice cream what kind of dough is it mm-hmm. pizza dough is mm-hmm. it right. yeah there's so many things right. by the way we will have a super bowl contest next week we're not sure what it is maybe we should have a contest to see what the contest is but for now um there's going to be a prize and there's going to be a winner and we like the idea of Harry dropping off the money, my friend Harry, at the person's house wearing something stupid. <laughs> but uh, everything between uh, A and, and Z is uh, yet to be figured out. But Ed McBeast. <laughs> not a man, you see. It's not bad. More beast. Fandle is celebrating the 55th edition of the big game with exclusive 55 to 1 odds on Fandle Sportsbook. And if you've never tried Fandle before, shame on you. New users can bet on either team, get 55 to 1 odds when Kansas City plays Tampa Bay. That's right. You bet five bucks, you win $275 if you pick the winner of the big game on February 7th. It seems it seems a little high. I have to say 55 to 1. I don't know. I don't know who their math guy is there, but for a game that's like a three-point spread, barely, you know, a little a little stronger than a pick'em. I don't know that they should be offering 55 to 1 odds, but what do I know? Give a shout out. There we go. FanDuel Sportsbook. Now in Michigan, Virginia. Odds boost specials. Fast withdrawals when you win. FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Oh, I love the live betting. It's easy to place your bet fast during a game. If you see a trend you like uh, every day and some super 
super big boost each weekend. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and use promo code extra points to get started. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code extra points. All right, let's talk Super Bowl odds here. Mm. FanDuel has the Chiefs at minus three. There you go, Dave. 56 and a half is the over-under. They are not budging because if they make it two and a half, everyone and their mother bets the Chiefs and then a field goal beats uh, FanDuel up. And if they make it three and a half, everyone is betting Tampa Bay. And then if it ends on three, you're paying out both sides or paying out a push and then Tampa Bay. So they are real. They're stubborn with this three line. Plus, I think they're afraid if they move it, some Reddit uh, assholes will make it so that the Bucks are getting 36 <laughs> points or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, right now it's three and 56 and a half. There are a few quarterback props now on FanDuel. They open up with a, a bunch uh, next week. But I'm going to quiz you guys. Not so much a quiz, but I'll, I want to take a. Uh, Take your pulse as to I want to I want to get this quiz. Yes. But first, let me just say <laughs> we're already all winners and I hate to that's pat not, that's myself the on end. the back, but I'm going to pat myself <laughs> on the back. I'm going to pat all of us on the back digitally and everyone yeah. who supported the righteous cause. We've done it again. A powerhouse move, uh, a sartorial move on the heels of Wade Phillips dressing like bum Phillips at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and other great deeds in uniform history. We have swung the look that will stay with us for the rest of our football watching lives. Super Bowl 55 will be acceptable to our eyeballs now and in the future because the uniformant and company spoke up. We encouraged, nay, demanded that the Buccaneers wear their white jerseys to spare our, eye our eyeballs looking at the Buccaneers' red jerseys against the Chiefs' red. Mm. They, they bent to our will. Thank you, Buccaneers. Thank you, uniformant. We have a satisfying uniform matchup for Super Bowl 55. There you go. Woot, woot. Take a lap. Take a lap around your uh, apartment. Maybe you'll end up at the Regal Beagle. I, uh, mm -hmm. I, You know what? I saw the article and I was like, oh, I think Dave got his way. I'm not sure. I didn't even for a second try to envision what the new colors are or the established colors are. But honest, honest question. Do you think they put thought into it? Aesthetic, aesthetically, um, you know, with an aesthetics in mind. Yes. You yes. think they did? You really yes. think they did? Yes. I, I sense that generally speaking in pro football, there's a collaboration that goes in, in, in a lot of weeks. You can really see it. It's like, are you going to wear your white pants when you come here? Okay. Mm -hmm. Then we'll wear the gold because it's the like white a, pants a sports versus version of one of us has to change. I think so. For real. I really do think really? that there's kind of like a sense of that. And I legitimately think, I, does the uniformant was was the opinion of the uniformant alone enough to swing this? Perhaps not, or perhaps. But I do think that we were able to mount enough noise in the social sphere. The ringer jumped in on it and everybody else. I do think it's not crazy to suggest that the Buccaneers saw the tweets and everything. Were like, it really is going to be ugly if we go with our <clears throat> red jerseys. Let's do the other. <clears throat> I'm with Charlotte. I think it's funnier. It's great. I know they want to get ahead of the curve and everything, but I think it's funnier if they show up to the game and then like, oh, this is bad. You're going to have to change. No, you changed. And there and there's a, a coin flip <laughs> before the coin flip. I, isn't that better? Like, I, I think guess so, too. Yeah, at yeah, least yeah. time, I guess. It's, it's not, we're, we're on a time crunch with the Super Bowl. Game's already seven hours long. But yeah, that's what I would have uh, liked to have seen. Well, I'm sorry. I, I derailed because Dave. we had to celebrate. That's all right. It was on the outline. I was I was going to get to it. It was a couple things down. But uh, no, you're right. That is uh, that is our biggest. Um, if you did, in fact, swing win. it, that's a big win for you, Dave. And you should take credit for it. Um, no, let's let just <clears throat> do, cut that last uh, 20 seconds out there, uh, Jim. <laughs> let's just like, make it like 100 percent. We definitely did it. We are the all right. reason that they made this switch. You definitely did it. Um, regardless of what they're wearing, FanDuel. Here's some interesting props. Six touchdowns by either quarterback. <clears throat> now that's Patrick Mahomes, right? Can Brady have six, six touchdowns? Like one guy scores. Yeah, six one touchdowns? of them. One of them get, and I guess if both of them get six touchdowns each, it, it counts too. It pays ten to one. I feel like that that should pay more. Has that happened even in a Super Bowl? I don't Steve Young believe threw that six. That Steve Young happen. threw six against the Chargers, right? Chargers, right. So that's one out of fifty-five. Should be better than 10 to 1 mm -hmm. odds. All right. Yeah, really. We appreciate that, FanDuel, but uh, we might pass on that. Um, Charlotte, Brady's first pass, complete or incomplete? 
complete. Okay. All right. You could bet that minus 185 and 185 to win 100 on that. Mahomes, same uh, question, Dave. I will say complete. Yeah. A little, little higher there. Minus 200. Um, between the two, who will have the first touchdown pass? Anybody? Brady. Brady. Underdog, plus 120. Dave, a lot of it depends on who gets the coin toss, I guess, right? Tom Brady will get it. Wow. All right. That's decent. All right. So that's plus money coming our way. Why are you not voting, Sal? Um, are you oh, the yeah, you're right. Master? I'm with both of you guys. Complete, complete. I'll say Brady. I'll say mm-hmm. Brady. And Mahomes, the Chiefs might even have the first touchdown, but I'll say Brady. Talk for about first recency bias. We're, whether we will admit it or not, we're all going off of like, yeah, but Brady did it in, in Lambo. Why wouldn't he do that again? Right. No, I just think, I feel like Brady has some weird dark lord sorcery where he's definitely yeah. going to end up, he's going to, the Bucks are going to win the coin toss. And I'm, he's just I'm gonna, getting close. Interesting. I'm coming closer and closer to just uh, to just saying that the Buccaneers are going to win this game. I, I I'm they starting are. to lean. I've that been way. saying it. The Bucks are going to win. It's what's going to happen. It's Sal crazy. Headed us. Though. Well, I know because I've funny. just accepted I was, I was talking it. about this with somebody else. Like a lot of times, you'll bet the better team and be like, uh, "All right, so if I bet the Patriots and they lose, at least I know I had money on the better team and something screwy happened." You can make that case for most of the last couple of decades. Now, if you're making that case, you have to make that case with the Chiefs. Like, ah, if, if Mahomes loses, like, at least I know I had the better team. But no, now you have Brady on the other side. And I was thinking about it, Dave and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I think I'm two and seven in Brady Super Bowls. Maybe really? three and seven. Maybe three and six. And that's not to say Did I bet against them every time. you against him? No, I would, I would zigzag. But I f- always feel like I'm on the wrong side. That's like that, you know, your problem is you got to be like a coach. You got to either always go for it. You yeah. got to either never punt and always go for it or just kick every time because statistic, like you can't try to, you can't try to think you're smarter than, than Tom Brady's voodoo. You just got to be, I'm always going right. to choose him and go for it. I think you're what right. What was the line on the Carolina New England? Super they didn't Bowl cover that. Ago. I know that they won by a field I, goal. I think it was like four. So I lost that one. The Eagles. I think I won, won the that same one. Thing. If I remember correctly, I had Carolina in that one, which was weird. I remember watching that game and thinking, like, wow, they're really that, this one's close enough. It's going to go to overtime. I'm I I, I win yeah. on Carolina. Well, here are the ones I know I lost. Seattle. I had Seattle over the Patriots. Effing ridiculous with the goal line play. Whatever. I definitely had Atlanta who was up 28-3 against New England. And that one hurt even Did extra you? because I was getting three and a half. I got the hook, Charlotte. So Atlanta could have lost by three and I would have been fine. Even with this nonsense coming back from 28-3, fine. New England wins by a field goal in overtime. I am golden. No, yeah. right they come right down and score. Just a, a complete thrashing. So that, <laughs> so that's... That's uh, that's my Wait. resume there. So I'm going with Brady. I think even a week out, nine yeah. days out, I'm taking Brady just, here. Are you really? See, I good. think now so. I feel better. I w- I wonder what you guys think though. I I know I keep uh going back to this uh for the last like three weeks or so. But your pal Romo Sal, mm-hmm. and now it's funny because people have picked up on that clip. I saw it out there a day or two ago. People picked up on the post game of the Buccaneers Chiefs game and also within that game like we've talked about there's a point i don't have the dvr that game to, right. to find the moment he said but there's a, like just randomly the chiefs are winning big and romo goes wow brady's figured something out here brady's just, like in the game he says I, I brady's figured something out here they're in good shape he's a jedi dave he's he's like yoda I know, but it's crazy. What did he see? And I, you need to text can't him tell and you. find the. Huh? You can't tell mortals like us what he saw. We then wouldn't understand in the anyway, Dave. We wouldn't be able to process it with our pea brains. <laughs> uh, I yeah, suppose, but sure. it really yeah. is it. It really is one of the great. I mean, it, it. I mean, it doesn't make a difference whether the Buccaneers win or lose at this point. That somehow randomly they're getting smoked, and he just announces. Oh, the oh, guess what? The Buccaneers offense is hereby fixed and it's going to be great the rest of the way. And so it was. It's really, yes. it really is quite a thing. You know what? Uh, maybe it's my Romo bias. I, I love him so much. And um, I'm going to get in trouble right now for because uh, Skip Bayless is the king of our network. And uh, Charlotte, I recommend you don't weigh in on this if you don't want. But Skip Bayless <laughs> tweeted today, Tony Romo says this could be the most significant Super Bowl 
in NFL history, and then Mahomes must win it to have a chance to pass Brady as the GOAT. Do I ever disagree? Now on Undisputed. <laughs> wow. Do I ever? Let me say, I, well, I, that's what I wanted to ask is, what do you think of your boy Romo's opinion there? Well, I, I think, think he's right, first of all. I think he is too. He's calling the game. No problem building that's gonna it up. That's going to be, oh, that's good, gonna be good for so you great. building it up. I'm sure the network loves it. Um, there is a lot of validity to it. You can't, I don't know that you could say, oh, this guy is out of his mind. Um, so to disagree with such an innocuous statement is right off the bat weird to form an entire segment on your talk show around this opinion is really something else. And uh, again, I'll probably get in trouble for uh, questioning the uh, methods of Skip Bayless. I want to go on record and say I'm not questioning it. I really? Think it's, I think it's brilliant content. I can't believe Sal. I think that I actually do. I actually think that when you take one opinion and <laughs> have such a, such a strong opinion against it, that's good TV. Like that's what people want to but see. But I feel like he might as well have taken your mine and Dave's opinion on ice cream and 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 made a uh, eight minute segment on it. I don't know. It would have made you just think? as much sense. I don't sense. know. I, I I'm kind of like. I, I think see, it's got I heat. I think it's got heat. I think it's fair <laughs> to say it. I've seen a lot of serious football minds push back on it in the last 24 hours. How It's the exact conversation we had last week. It's the conversation yeah. we just had on minus three this week. I love when serious football people, analytics people, how can you, <laughs> one game is going to decide who's better between Brady and Mahomes. Yes, that's how history works. Mm. Victors write the write the history. That's everything. The, the bad P.I. call in Lambeau, people don't remember that. What they remember is, in the quarterback league, who wins these head-to-heads? The, they are heavyweight prize fights. George right. Foreman versus Joe Frazier matters. All, these, all you remember is who won those things. This is hugely significant. Now, could Patrick Mahomes conceivably next year and beyond win three or five more? I suppose, and if he does, then it will render this game moot. But the right. likelihood of the Kansas City Chiefs, this thing of living in the here and now that everybody is like, well, this team in the AFC needs to get to Sean Watson because that's really how you have to play these things. Because right. if you're in the division with Patrick Mahomes, like, did Dan Marino go to the Super Bowl 10 years in a row? I mean, did Joe Montana? Yes, they are someone to consider, but it is overly optimistic to say, of course. Ah, listen, the Chiefs are going to be back next year. How many times do we need to see that that doesn't happen? Does Lucy take the football away from teams right. that are all set up to be a dynasty for the next half uh, half decade or so? Could we at least agree that a win over Tom Brady would go a long way in his quest to become the greatest of all time? Is that saying? What is Romo even saying? No, it's the saying? opposite. No, it's I the know. opposite. Well, what goes on? It's if Brady beats Mahomes, Mahomes will have a tall order ever I know, winning that's a, the collective opinion. That's that like, what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Mahomes is actually I'm bad. saying, okay, so Skip Bayless and everybody else, uh, do you not agree that this would be, um, if not the be-all, end-all, this is a huge step in taking, uh, if you want to take the GOAT is, title? I, I don't think it's, I don't, if Mahomes loses this, I, I don't think it's prohibitive if Mahomes loses this and then somehow went on to win eight more Super Bowls, we don't mm -hmm. know what's going to happen. Like that yeah. would still, that sure. would count, you know? Like, so, so I think that it's sort of likely, yes, if he loses this, it's going to be a problem. But you know, the way we, I think that if we've learned anything from Tom Brady, it's that we keep counting him out or, you know, right. And and saying, well, you know, someone DM me and was like, you think Tom Brady's going to retire after the Super Bowl? And it's like, no, he's right. like, he's not. He's going to play till he's 50 years old. I truly believe that. And it's just going to keep and you're going to be like, I don't understand how this is I happening. guess. Um, yeah, I guess if we were to put odds on it. Right. And the the eventual goal is that Pat Mahomes is uh, the goat. Whatever. It's subjective anyway. If he wins this Super Bowl, it's probably like. Seven, eight to one odds that he gets there. I don't know if he doesn't win the Super Bowl. I think it's up to like twenty to one. I think it's. It, I think it's a, a real big blown opportunity. Let's just say that to what to be considered the greatest. Yeah, I get that it's subjective, and people like the 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 very serious minded people say you're putting odds on something that's an opinion. Yeah, that's that's what's fun about watching sports. Yeah, I don't know what sports fans 
are enjoying if they Guess don't what? enjoy there's these. Guess what? There's odds. Like, uh, there's odds on right. where Deshaun Watson is going to end up, and so that you have to get in his brain to figure that out. So they can right. really exactly. put odds but, on everything. I I mean, listen. If Brady has now, I mean, it's remarkable and we keep swooning over it, but the largesse of his deeds in 2020 and more importantly, 2021 will resonate 20 years from now and beyond. He's taken down just, I know we're in the moment, but he's taken down Breeze in New Orleans. Yeah. Then he went into Lambeau with a great Packers team, like a really, really high end in the history right. of, in the Super Bowl era, one of the better teams to not win the Super Bowl. I think you can, I, I put those rankings out to talk about subjective mm-hmm. stuff. Um, he's vanquished Rodgers and by doing so renders any attempt to say Rodgers is ultimately better than Brady, moot. You cannot say that ever again. Aaron Rodgers knows that. He knows there's no right. uh, take These backs on that. games mean something. Yeah. It is what it is now. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers. No one supported you more, but you cannot, you know, now or 10 years from now or any other time be like, ultimately, everybody knows who was the best right, quarterback. Right, right. Nope. Brady beat you head to head in that big spot there. And now here's Mahomes. And if Brady vanquishes him, I mean, I don't know what. I mean, I it, it's. It, I know. It's Mahomes. And again, the assumption that we have because, well, the Chiefs are so mighty and you see what they do to good teams like the Bills and in big spots like, I don't know, man, you heard about the you heard about the salary cap and free agency. These teams are going to change and Mahomes consumes a gigantic chunk of that salary cap. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and all those weapons are not. Just well, that, there for that's the next why it's remarkable what Tom Brady did with the Patriots all those years right. and took the salary cut and to allow them to I don't know I don't know where they spent their money really because they ne- never really gave him uh, except for the Moss years um, the shiny toys that all these other teams uh, have at least the skill position um, players. But one um, more question, one more question. I'm sorry because uh, we're doing this ring count stuff and everything else, and uh, you uh, Sal texted me about it after you were on minus three, by the way, go listen to Sal on minus three. Yeah. We try to make sense of the weirdo Jeff Schwartz having a futures bet on Tampa Bay, even though his brother's on Kansas city and trying to mm-hmm. make moral sense of that. And otherwise, um, but I, but we also discussed and Eddie spaghetti got very upset at this question, Charlotte. What do you think? What's your answer to this one? Would you rather have the career of mm-hmm. Dan Marino or Eli Manning? Because the ri- this is basically ring counting. Eli Charlotte, Manning. you say Eli? Absolutely. Yeah. How much people say Eli? People, even those who say like, ah, rings, that's not a determinant. That's not a stat for QBs. Yeah, it is. I get that he was great, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why you would want ever to have no rings when you could be Eli Manning, who's arguably one of the most enigmatic quarterbacks of all time no one really knows what Eli's deal is and I'm fascinated and and all I want to do is talk to him because I think it's (laughs) I really think it's incredible I I admire that he retired and I think it's very hard to walk away um but why would you ever not want to be the guy who people don't know whether you should be in the hall of fame and yet you beat Tom Brady twice in in Super Bowls like that's in that's the most interesting quarterback story I can think of honestly like it's so much more interesting than just straight up greatness that that, that there's still a, a a question as to whether he should be in the uh, hall of fame yeah and that he's this guy who who even his own family in you know profiles yeah. of him have been like yeah we don't really know this guy that well like right he's, right he's just Eli and I just think that that I I I'm a big Eli Manning fan which is weird because he beat the Patriots twice but it's sort of you know i i I respect it. Well, I want to hate him too because he's knocked a lot of good uh, Cowboys teams out of the box, and uh, and he's got a face and carries himself that as someone who you could be like, yeah, what is it with this guy? But now he's funny. Charlotte pointed out, uh, plug that commercial. What what ad? What ad is that? What? Oh yeah, the uh, the Frank's Red Hot. Um, yeah, he's funny in he... that. Just don't be funny. Well, you're gonna yeah, ruin everything. But Dave, I think the question is different. If you say, who would you rather be? And whose career would you rather have? Um, I'd, Fair, yes. I, I guess I'd, that's I'd rather kind of be what Dan Marino. Like, would I rather be an Ace Ventura pet detective? Yes. yes. But like, <laughs> do I want my legacy in football to be that I beat Tom Brady twice? Yes. Yeah. But it is like, who would you rather be, Bradley Cooper or Sean Connery? I'm like, oh, Bradley Cooper. But oh, more accomplished is Sean Connery, right? It's, it's a, maybe I'm Wait, using what? a bad example. <laughs> uh, who who well, has a lot of Oscars versus... You, right. 
Daylight Day-Lewis or like De Niro. Yeah, right. De Niro, De Niro. Or, or Bradley Cooper, who actually uh, starred side by side in a, in, a, in a very controversial sports movie, I would say. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like Jamie Foxx or Sidney Poitier. Uh, so Silver Lining Playbook, right? Oh Where they, I see. Uh, I got so you're going, you're, yeah. going, you're going with the cool. Cool factor. Yeah, exactly. So Dave, you say, well, let's spaghetti jump in because he's probably bursting. Go ahead, spaghetti. You say he's Eli very Manning? Upset. He called. He said it was the single dumbest question in the history of really. Podcasts. And I stand by like that it. just because the whole point of playing, <laughs> the whole point of playing in Coming the NFL in hot. It, or any sport is is to win. Who? No one likes the guy. Like no one wants to be around Dan Marino and be like, hey man, you remember those AFCs regular season games where I was slinging the ball all over the yard? Eli Manning's like, I beat the greatest quarterback of all time twice. In the biggest spot, and also I was the most valuable player in those games, and it had awesome playoff runs. That's a career, and he will be a Hall of Famer. So of course, that's the career you want. It's not a good comparison. This is a bad day to talk to Spaghetti because he's feeling it. He, uh, Lefranier won it in OT, so he's really feeling all <laughs> things New York, red, white, and blue right now. That's correct. And then you got the Penguins. You'll hear about that on minus three. Um, I don't want to hear about. Well, here's the thing, though, Spaghetti. There, that that's true, and this isn't exactly that case. But um, if Trent Dilfer won. Three Super Bowls, you, you would say you would say Marino over Dilfer, right? Right, because the difference is Eli was not a passenger. Eli was pretty much the driving force. I, I do agree uh, in the sense that if you are the passenger of a Super Bowl team and you got a ring, it's like Trent Dilfer's not like, hey man, remember when I brought those Ravens? Like, right, Lewis that's fair, Dave. Those guys are that's fair. Did it. I think that's fair. So, so like, if we really go severe. With this, with this, uh, well, you're, yeah, mind you're banger. the greatest non I'm saying, like, ever yeah, versus Brad Johnson. Would you rather have Brad Johnson's career or Dan Marino's? I mean, how important is the ring to you? Basically, mm-hmm. is is what you're now. If you're talking coolest, I'm sorry, the conversation we can we can indulge all these other nominees. The all time coolest football player ever is uh, Broadway Joe Namath, and I won't I, and I won't hear another word about it. <laughs> there are other great cool guys, pretty cool in pro football history, but you cannot beat a guy with that punum. Remember now, look at Joe Namath and say that's the greatest coxman in Manhattan history. Right, that guy is a with his weird Pittsburgh with his Beaver County combined with Tuscaloosa, Alabama accent and everything else. And this guy is the coolest guy of all time. And, and, and so anyway, yes, I would rather be Joe Namath than anyone else. All right. If uh, here's who I wouldn't want to be your boy, Bill Belichick, Charlotte. No, indeed. <clears throat> I thought it was going. I, I thought things were looking good when he turned down the congressional medal of freedom. Was it freedom? He's and had now, a tough week. Tell and, tell the people. So, well, a tough week in that Tampa's in the Super Bowl. Um, he had to watch that NFC championship game. And now he has to watch the Super Bowl with the uh, with, you know, people arguably say, well, the, the argument will forever be made. Whose team was the Patriots? Was it Belichick's or was it Brady's? No one is going to be happy with the idea that it was a combination of both. So now Belichick has to wear that. And now what happened with Subway? His uh, big Subway push Subway all over the with commercials and everything this year. Mm-hmm. And now they don't use tuna. They don't really that, use real I, tuna so in their I sandwiches. I saw that headline yesterday. It was like, you know, Subway doesn't use real tuna in their tuna or whatever. And I was like, oh, come on. It's clickbait. And then it was from the Washington Post. And I was like, oh, my God, that's <laughs> real. <laughs> um, it. I just any of those stories, I'd rather not know, to be honest. It's yeah, like right. I don't want to go into I don't want to go into a Dairy Queen and have them list the number of calories next to the ice cream. I'm like, I know this isn't good for me. Like, I'm yeah. not trying. Like I'm not trying to get the lowest calorie blizzard in right. that's McDonald's. What's Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen's the um uh Mr. Misty the, Freeze, that's the, the blizzard. blizzard. No, I think that's the blizzard. I think you're right. Okay, right? whatever. I'm that's not trying to get healthy ice cream. Like, don't tell <clears throat> yeah. me that there are seven hundred calories in this dessert. Right. Similarly, I walk into Subway, I'm not like, oh, this is sushi grade. I'm like, I just want my sandwich. Right. Why the hell are you like who in their right mind is ordering tuna? I at agree. Subway in the first place, like, yeah, it's either you either get turkey or you get like, I, you know, ham. Do you, mm-hmm. you, right. And and they and and hope that there are enough antibiotics in in those <laughs> poor birds that you're not gonna suffer the consequences. Um, it's not good. Like, didn't their bread have foam in it or something? But like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just want a Subway sandwich because I enjoy them. 
Well, Belichick I, I, I joining what the you're long saying. line of uh, subway <clears throat> pitchmen there. Success. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, getting, it's getting weird now. <laughs> but yeah, now you you eat ice cream. You just want to assume it's made of cream cheese and pumpernickel, right? You know, you don't. Right. I'm like, I know that there's that onion in this ice out. cream. Yeah. Don't tell me. Exactly. Subway's tuna, uh, <clears throat> ironically, is made of everything bagel gravel. <laughs> that's right. What, that's why it's weird. By the um, way, they should turn around and make Bill Parcells the pitch man now. Like, oh, real tuna. We got the real nice. tuna involved. Oh, that's Bill hilarious. The real tuna. But yeah, especially Charlotte with fish. Don't screw with fish. Don't I don't want to know get about it. Fish there's at a, a f- at a chain. There's a yeah, but even like uh, Dave, we get an article out here. One of the better sushi joints out here. It was it was um, reported that they're mislabeling fish. You know, like you're getting. Who did that? I don't want to get sued. But it's not even like it's bad. It's radioactive. It's like no, you're. They're saying it's seared tuna, but it's not. It's um. No, I don't eel care about or that. Yeah, I know, but it's uh. I don't know why anyone would make such a big deal of it, other than uh to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, but anyway, a, uh, but Charlotte gets it exactly <clears throat> right. Don't overreach. If you're at a deli, yeah. It, a big thing in Los Angeles is these delis overextend what they put on the menu. Like, why do they have tacos available? Mm. Like, don't don't do that. And what's further. Don't order the tacos at a deli place and then have the temerity to complain about the quality of it. You're at a deli. Why would they make mm. good tacos? You don't get to order them and then complain That's about true. whether or not they're good or not. It's the same thing. That's true. Don't, you don't go to a you don't go to a subway and and order filet mignon and expect it to taste uh, taste. They don't yeah, have Charlotte. filet mignon at Subway. I I I I lost my, my point, but you follow Come what on, I'm Dave. trying to get at. Jim, how are we doing on the football to food ratio, uh, talk wise? Do you have a uh, what's our time of possession? We're crushing it, guys. We're uh, 80%, 20%. Food is all right. 80? What's the next part? Is Belichick now ashamed <laughs> of himself? One and two has extra points. No, he points. got that subway money. That's has right. the extra points network uh, devoted great sums of money to have a camera tracked on Bill Belichick during the Super Bowl? During the Super Bowl. I, for one, would like to watch that. That's the pay-per-view I want to watch. The second pay-per-view I want to watch is Scotty Miller against Tyree Kill, or at least maybe they can make this the halftime show because Scotty Miller said he would whoop him in a race, right? Is this right, uh, Babyface Joel? He had a, what did he have? He had a 4-3. He had a slightly better time, Tyree Kill, than um, Scotty Miller, who didn't actually compete in the Combine. Right. I have it. I wrote it down that's, and then I read it. Yeah, that, that's right. Scotty Miller takes himself every day of the week against Tyreek Hill, the, the cheetah. And uh, I, I think this is a better halftime show than the weekend. Let's let's I'd like it. to see it. I like I like races. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that Scotty. Miller. God, he looked fast uh, on that last uh, second play before the half. Tom Brady basically is why they're in the Super Bowl craziness. Uh, all right. So let's see that. And let's see. We're Deshaun Watson. Now, here's what I want to tell you, ask you guys. <clears throat> First of all, if Watson leaves Houston and Harden leaves Houston without doing much, much research or any, by the way, <laughs> has there been a city that lost their greatest athletes in a matter of six months like yeah, this? Boston. Was Mookie it? Mookie Betts and Tom Brady. Okay. I just want to hear you say it. I just want to hear you say it. I feel for Houston right now. It is. The one thing I will say about that, you know, at least Brady was there for so long. Like if if they if they let mm. Brady go ten years ago, and Mookie at the same time, that's what it felt. Boston has is not a good comparison because like there's so many championships there, so you can't like no Boston fan had any sympathy, and even Houston with the Astros, that's a tough look. So it is a little similar, um, mm. but I I do think that we've seen this. We've seen a city. Um, drive out their two best players. And as a fan, it's it, good luck to Houston this this up these upcoming seasons because you're going to be going through it. Yeah, I think uh, I just wanted to hear you say it because I knew that was the only answer. <laughs> so, the yeah. weird thing is when Brady went, but some red uh, Boston fans are like sayonara where you're getting damaged goods wherever he goes, you know? So in yeah. a way, maybe he wasn't. Maybe Jason Tatum is... Uh, the top two athletes. No, 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 that, that no, no, no. Because lost. now Boston yeah. fans, if if they weren't <clears throat> thinking it then, they are thinking it now. Oh yeah. So I never del- said anything like that. It's Bill Simmons. It's uh, you putting words in my mouth. Fred Sanford, Bill Simmons uh, mix there. Um, 
How about this, though, Dave and Charlotte? Last year, it wasn't five years ago or seven years ago. It was last year in a divisional round game. The, the Texans were up 24-0 on the Chiefs. And then they lost Hopkins, and they're going to lose Watson, and they lost their coach, and they lost their GM, and they lost draft picks. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> but what can you imagine a fall from there, from that point on, the stock you have in the Houston Texans versus where they are right now? And Deshaun Watson's like, you got the new coach, Cully? Great. Uh, welcome. I'm the hell out of here. Get me a deal. V- very weird fall from grace, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I think also my uh, one of my good friends, Jenny Vrentis, who's wonderful, and, and also um, old pal Greg Bishop from SI, they wrote that big uh, piece on Jack Easterby. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you read that, it makes a lot of things make more sense because here's this guy who started as like a team chaplain for the Pats and then is somehow running the show. And now you've got Nick Casario there too. And so, I mean, it's weird because there are such intense links to the Pats right now. Um, yeah. and I think that a lot of it is a weird power struggle situation that, Probably the seeds of it were there when they were up on the Chiefs and then, you know, they were holding it together because Watson is so good. And then he was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And yeah, it all fell apart. Is it a self-sabotage thing? Like, guys, this is too good to be true. We got we got to let everything. This shit needs to hit the fan right now. Well, I mean, yeah. Right. The Texans as an organization became a mess the moment that uh, McNair in front of the team did the whole inmates running the asylum, or at least they had right, the powwow. Ask Dwayne Brown and anybody else who was a part of that powwow with the players and the ownership and everything else. That's when things really started to head south. But to your point, it also in football terms is like we always talk about and we talk about the meaning of the 60 minutes loss and everything else. Just look at, I mean, that's a great point about the Texans since that loss it, the winners and the losers are everything. The copycat league is the one side of that coin. The other side is when you lose, unless you're the Cleveland Browns in 2020 and it's like, wow, we want a playoff game for the first time in forever. Okay. Celebrate minor success, but Mm -hmm. all these other teams from the Packers and the Saints and the Steelers and the Ravens. I mean, look at them right now. They're and obviously the Texans. They're all in this mix of like, what the hell are we gonna do? The sky is falling. Like you guys had great seasons. Like settled down. But it the, to to the victors go the spoils, and to the losers, man, it's just like we got to blow this whole thing up. And look, I mean, look at the. But the Texans is a different. St- it's, it's, it's crazy. Just a very no, weird I, story. I, I hear it's you. not like a lot of these others. It's really piece by piece is the dismantling. And where does Deshaun Watson end up? Where do you? Uh, I saw odds on this. FanDuel doesn't have odds up, but uh, I like the Panthers. I think that I hmm. think uh, obviously he's a Southern guy. He grew up in uh, in Georgia. Went to school at Clemson. He's got the Carolina ties. Um, I saw them around eight to one odds somewhere in there. Maybe he has. Christian McCaffrey on a fantasy dynasty team or something uh, wants to keep that going. They look like they could, they have the eighth pick overall. Um, they could trade that and whatever, whatever other combination of ones and twos down the road and in subsequent years. I like the Panthers for uh, Deshaun Watson. The favorite is still that he stays in Houston. Um, really? Odds wise. Yeah, Why? because I, I don't know what, what's going to happen, how they're going to get in his mind, but they still do have to trade him, right? Or you have to believe that Deshaun Watson is the kind of guy at 25 years old that's going to just sit out the whole year or threaten to. I don't know that there's evidence of that, but so they still have to set a deal. Um, where do you think, Charlotte? You don't think he stays? No, I don't think he stays, and I don't, I don't really know. I would like to see him with the Bears. I mean, I think that that seems to be possible. Um, I think that... And and I would like to see it because I like that Bears team. I think that they're they're fun. They have potential, and Mitch just isn't it. And it's not necessarily his fault. And he was taken. I mean, mm-hmm. if you pass on Deshaun Watson twice when right. you can have him, and the Bears seem to have the resources to have him, um, I kind of want. I, I have a lot of friends from Chicago, and I kind of want that for them. Uh, I think it would be good. I think you're the 
the psychology behind it is excellent. If you go to purchase a house and you bid on that house and you lose on the house by $5,000 and you and your wife or your boyfriend or whatever, and you know, the next month you're bemoaning, I'm like, my God, or five more thousand dollars are in it. And then for whatever reason, it gets back on the market a couple of months later for the same price. Uh, well, price here for sure, but uh, you got to get that house. Just just get in the mindset. I mean, it's not of even it, right? that it's not even that you you <clears throat> bid on it. It's that you watched your dream yeah, house true. go away, and then you're like, oh my god, we just made the biggest mistake of our lives. Yeah, like, exactly. You, Let's you not know. make it twice. Well, I don't know. Maybe they do have the resource. I guess uh, it would depend if uh, how how much the Texans like Trubisky, but um, they're kind of down there in the draft. No. But I, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. What do you think, Dave? Now, now there's uh now they're saying, would the Jags do it straight up for Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, I, I I've seen that one. Um, I, I think it is a mat. It is a factor of when the clock starts on a guy, his rookie contract versus his second contract. That's got to be a part of the calculation mm-hmm. in the age of free agency. The Dolphins make sense, and in the same way, Charlotte and you guys, and in fact, Sal, you just described like. There's a there's a a, a neat uh, spiritual symmetry to him going to Chicago and replacing Mitch Trubisky. It's also fun that the Dolphins have all their have all the Texans picks. Right. If they somehow if the Texans wound up with Tua and Deshaun went to Miami, there's a a, a neat completion of the circle there. I think it's going to be the Jets. I think that the Texans are a for profit company. Mm. It is not enough. All, what, what's fun is like you can see who the bad traders in fantasy football are on social media and otherwise when they're like, Dave, why don't the Steelers just get him? Give him the 24th <laughs> and then give him like what I like. There's because that's that. not enough for the Texans. The Texans want to. They're right. uh, they're going into an offseason. If they trade away their superstar quarterback in Deshaun Watson, who you figured as a Texans fan, we're in great shape for the next decade at least because we got one of the very best QBs in the business. If you have to trade him away, you better immediately get some big return, which is the ch- the second overall. The idea that like, well, if you give him back Mitchell Trubisky or you give him whatever, that's not that's not enough. You have to get Justin Fields as a for instance. If you but trade the, the, Deshaun yeah. to the Jets, you get the second overall back, and you immediately can say, hey. We have a QB whisperer style coach in Cully here. He's going to work with the kid, Justin Fields, and he's going to be a superstar as well. All is well, Texans fans. Come see us in 2021. That does matter, and I think that's the deal that we're all waiting on. And by the way, if Daniel Jeremiah is saying, hey, the Jets should really consider that with Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas and Daniel Jeremiah know one another. I don't think he just, a DJ just randomly, recklessly speculates. I think there's some smoke there. I, I know, but Watson the flip side of your Steelers argument is, you know, Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause. He has to okay the trade and he's 25 right. and he wants to go to a winner. So yeah, the Jets make sense. They can give up pieces and everything, but the Jets aren't a team that's ready to win yet. I don't think. Oh, I and disagree. The, and the Jaguars aren't a team that's ready to win yet. They're, they're not. So but the teams that have the pieces, you know, aren't necessarily the ones you want to waste two or three years um, building up from the ground. You think the you think because of Matt Rule and a couple nice pass catchers that that team is. More I think the ready NFC to South win? as the weakest um, division winner prospects the, for the with, rest of the way. Yeah, I just do. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe that the Saints are uh, are uh, perennial. You know, they're going to repeat every year, and I don't think that the I don't know Tampa. I get that they had two teams in the playoffs, but yeah, I think I Carolina for, could play tough. Combine, first of all, the outsized egos of all pro football players. They think I'll be the and offensive coordinators and head coaches are the same. They all think I can fix this. I can make this right one and two. So it's not like, ah, that market. I I don't want to play for the Jets because that that I don't like their roster. And also, again, in free agency and everything, these things change very fast. The assumption like, oh, the NFC South is better for me. It's going to those teams are going to be completely different two years from now. So I, I find it hard to imagine that Deshaun Watson is meditating on like where. Wh- well, that's the, what I mean. What, like you who can get to bet on this stuff? Like be. you got to get in his head, right? Like I was saying, yeah. like uh, I could, I could bet on uh, what we're gonna have for dinner tonight, but I don't know where my wife wants to order DoorDash. I have no idea. I haven't even talked to her. I don't know what the kids. I didn't. I forget if they had chicken yesterday or burgers. It's only chicken or burgers. That's all there is. <laughs> 
or people in a while. Yeah, I get you. So you have to you have to get in somebody's head. Not Deshaun only Watson has a big ego. He's a star quarterback in pro football, our most popular sport. Do you think Deshaun Watson thinks it would be really cool to win it in the capital of the world, New York City, to be? To to get the Jets over the hump, no. maybe I haven't know. been in a Super Bowl since Broadway, Joe. I, think I really think. don't think that quarterbacks, especially if you played in the South in college, that's all thing. Two shits about New York City. Yeah, what hmm. what matters most to you is it regional? Do you like the South? Some of you, some people will never leave the South. Some people will never leave California or New York. Um, Charlotte was forced to leave New York against her will. And, Charlotte uh, was put in an Airbnb <laughs> quarantine at. <laughs> no, I mean, it's warmer here. <laughs> we uh, I like Carolina as a fun one, but I and I the Dolphins, what football players to Charlotte's point, what they care about is no state tax. And people are like, bah, they want right. to be a part of a winning culture like nah, they want to they want to yeah. make as much money as possible like any other. human. Yeah, there's being. a lot of factors. It's true. Um, the but extra the points gang, the extra points gang at Gmail dot com. That's two E's in there. Zachary Statler writes. Thanks, mm. Charlotte. I'm so grateful to Charlotte for the explanation of the GameStop Reddit thing because clearly my investment in sports gambling is no less gambling than investing in stocks. At least that has a correlation to the actual game, whereas the stock price is based on market activity. Screw my 401k match. That's too fickle a place to invest. Thanks again, Zach from Cincinnati. Well, yes, I I, I don't... uh, Charlotte, you could take you could uh, teach a clinic on this, but I'm I'm uh, I'm still behind. I need another three um, midnight uh, late night wake ups and try to figure out what this is about. Yeah, I've since tried to keep up and then I got kind of bored. I like at this point, I'm just a little bored. I'm like, OK, it's the little guys versus the big guys, but also. How like, yeah, I would have like been a OK bad system if we can just right. I would have been OK with the uh, the revenge of the nerds thing and the and the 10 billionaires are now seven billionaires that's fun but you read more and like regular people's retirement um that's chunk what, is getting screwed up there right worries yeah i mean but i don't know enough again to know i i stopped reading i got i let down the people i need to be able to well explain this in my charlotte's econ you know 301 class and you have the this is not simple you have the people's podcast and to let down the people is very especially for you you could listen so to uh, charlotte and Titus, um, they're they're arms distance apart right now, but uh, yeah. still still speak separately on the mic. Uh, that's up there, right? People's podcast this week. Yes, we did a fun one. It was um, split second coaching decisions or coaching decisions where you can't win um, mm-hmm. and high risk, high reward decisions like um, based on the Packers and and Lafleur and then Sean McDermott and they all didn't go for it. And um, so we had fun with that and then did sort of real life uh, equivalents of those nice of those fun moments where you just can't win. You can't win. You can't. You, you can't, can't win, win them all. You can't win uh, them all. That's for sure. Thank you for that. Charlotte's <laughs> at the Wilder things. Maybe people should send us. We'll 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 uh, we'll get that address. I'm gonna have people send you stuff because you're you're bored and um uh poppy Come seed ice cream. cream. Yeah, it might not be enough. <laughs> might not cut it. But she's at the Wilder things. Dave, you're at Damashek. You got minus three up. I was on. Yeah, there. A good a really good minus three chopping up uh, <clears throat> the current Super Bowl. Super Bowl's past. All that stuff. Um, another episode of spaghetti and meatballs focusing in on uh on the nhl in the northeast and um yeah i i, I well, maybe you'll talk about this on monday maybe things will clarify i really do are the mets aren't gonna have cohen's not gonna have to back out of this is he it seems um that uh, I, I, everything i read says you're you really don't know what's going on if you think this affects the baseball team I'm like, oh okay, I, okay. Did, I didn't know if they had if somehow Steve Cohen, like the Islanders guy. Remember when he bought the yeah, Islanders right. and all oh, that? Oh, yeah. He had no money. Yeah, no. Now, Steve Cohen's uh, legit. Um, but I, I don't I, know. That's what, how what little that, I understand What's, what's anyway. legit anymore? GameStop's legit. I don't know. Right. But uh, you're at Damashek. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti, you, you still claim that Eli Manning, the greatest goalie of all time? Can we convince you otherwise? <laughs> yeah. e- e- Eli Manning, he, yeah. I mean, uh, he could, <laughs> right now, he's probably better than the Rangers' currents. Uh, if he... <laughs> It's on those pads. It'll be uh, Henrik Lundqvist 2.0. Throw some Who pads wouldn't want to be Eli Manning? Who? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm at the Cousin Sal on Twitter. Buy my book. I'm really sick of talking about it. You can't lose them all. Uh, Barnes & Noble. 
Amazon, all good places like that. And a reminder, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all our favorites. See you Monday. I wish I could marry Eli Manning. I wish I was Mrs. Eli Manning. He's the greatest.